With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb show broadcasting live and direct sunny Southern California. I'm guessing this is just a guess. Some of you are on your way for your holiday weekend, whether you're driving out to Vegas, Palm Springs, the river, you're driving out to a lake in Tennessee, you're on the East Coast, driving down the Jersey Shore, wherever you are. Keep it locked right here. Fox Sports Radio is your your place for sports. And fun stuff. A reminder, there's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Law enforcement writing tickets. So why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket paid for by NHTSA. Um, are you guys aware of Jewish penicillin? Do you know what Jewish penicillin is? Ramos, any, any guess? I, I do not. I've heard of penicillin, but I can't say I've heard of Jewish penicillin. Okay. Well, I know what it is because my fiance is Jewish. She's Jewish. My fiance is Jewish. She doesn't look Jewish. Uh, Deb Carson, are you aware of uh, of uh, Jewish penicillin? 
Um, if I had to take a guess, it would be like some home remedy, like maybe, I don't know, chicken soup or matzo yeah, ball soup. or so- Yeah. yeah? Is that right? Oh, wow. It's Dad funny. Because that's, is Jump that right? Down. Which one? Chicken soup? Matzo ball soup. Matzo ball soup. Okay. It's matzo ball soup or, you know, like mom's chicken yeah. soup and matzo ball soup yeah. are kind of one and the same. You just throw a big matzo ball. In. Yeah. Anyway, you call it Jewish penicillin. It's like, ah, it's kind of good for everything. Right. Right. It's like cold outside. Uh, you don't feel so good. You had a tough day at school, tough day at work. Like, come home, have some of mom's chicken soup or or, or matzo ball soup, right? Like, there's, there's cure-alls or something. Like, there's a, there's a little Chris Rock joke about putting some more Robitussin on it. It's more Tussin. Need some more Tussin. I don't know what your chicken soup is, but in sports, are you guys aware of what chicken soup of sports is? Not chicken soup for the solos books. Do you guys do you guys know what the what the... What the penicillin of sports is? What the cure-all of sports is? Hmm. You want to take a guess, Ramos? Uh, it's Friday. I'm not good at guessing on Friday. Okay, it's been a long week for Ramos. <laughs> He's like, man, I got all these kids. <laughs> I got an extra day off. Lucas uh, had homework to do this morning. He's like, Dad, I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> Deb, you want to take another shot at this one? How about, I, I don't know, time management? The injured list? The penicillin for sports. No, let's, no? Uh, let's go to Gavin. Gavin, you want to try? How about winning? Winning! Oh, God. Winning! I hate you. We won? I love you. I love you. Winning cures all ills. You guys ever heard that? That's the, that's like what penicillin was supposed to do. It's like, you know, you got a slight burning, penicillin. You know, you got an infection, penicillin. Penicillin. The sports penicillin is winning. It cures all. Don't believe me? I give you the New York Knicks. The franchise where sell the team was the chant of just uh, two seasons ago. You know, the owner would kick out fans and kicked out legends. Spike Lee wasn't coming back. There was at one point allegedly no hot water in the showers, although my guess is that was remedied when they put a, you know, they spend a billion dollars in that building. It's, it's a it's a it's basically a brand new arena inside that old shell. It took them three off seasons. It was a billion dollars total cost. That's kind of a remarkable. Right. Now the Knicks announced that they will only sell tickets in the second round of the playoffs to vaccinated individuals, opening up the possibility of something at least close to capacity a capacity crowd. In the first round against the Hawks, roughly ten percent of the crowd was unvaccinated and required socially distanced in separate sections. Now it's the model franchise. Just think back. If this was the terrible Knicks team and they were like, you got to be vaccinated. People would be like, Dolan, hate you, Dolan. You're the reason why we hate sports. But suddenly you win a playoff game. You win some regular season games. Who cares that it's the East, not the West? Who cares that you're still not able to break through that ceiling of the top seeds? Who cares? The point is the Knicks have some form of hope. And that hope has arrived not just with Tom Thibodeau and with, you know, R.J. Barrett playing better and Derrick Rose 2.0 being very different but still crazy competitive. No, no, no. It's that they're winning. Penicillin in sports is really, really easy. It's winning. How'd you not know this was going on? Well, they were busy winning. When you lose, everybody points fingers. Every issue is magnified. When you lose... There's, there's nothing you can do other than 
uh, other than get ready for next year and promote that hope is on the horizon. But when you win, people forget about all the other stuff. Oakley versus Dolan. What was that? 20 years ago. Spike Lee's never come back. What was that? 15 years ago. Sell the team. I don't know. Don't sell the team. Just whatever you do, don't mess up the team. Isn't it amazing how winning cures all? Cures all. And, and look, as athletes and coaches, just as guilty, like, yeah, I know he didn't play enough, but we did win. We won the game. You know? At the end of the day, you win and everybody's... It's the reason that bowl games, I believe, will remain, even though they don't really... They've never really meant anything, and now they mean even less than that, is because bowl games in college football, half the teams go home with a win. You know, we were seven and six this year, pretty disappointed. But when that bowl game and all our donors were there and all our young kids got in and we end up feeling good about ourselves. There is no penicillin in sports like winning. You know, the Buccaneers are bad for 20 years. Bad for 20 years. Jason Light, who's their GM, right? Do we think he's a good GM? I mean, Gavin, I, I ask you, Jason Light, what was his uh, what was his reputation before they got before they went out and got Tom Brady? I don't think it was a great one. I, th- I think he was a swing and a miss guy, right? Well, I mean, like, just go look at 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 their all time draft picks and you don't have to look back very far. Remember, this is the same team that drafted Roberto Aguayo in 2016 in the second round. That kicker from, from Florida State didn't make it to year two. Right. I mean, look, this is the, they, the year before, just one year before, they had Jameis Winston, who threw for 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, but turned the ball over over 30 times. You get one right guy, things magically come together, and all of a sudden, by the way, Jameis Winston, their all-time passing leader in franchise history. That's how bad a franchise that is. Their winningest all-time coach, John Gruden, 57, 55, and 50. And and, uh, no ties. They've never had a tie. So they've won a Super Bowl before, but Jason Light was close to getting run out of town. Then he falls, falls into Tom Brady, and the rest, as they say, is history. Brady recruits... Rob Gronkowski, Brady recruits Antonio Brown. Brady eventually gets control of the playbook. And the defensive front is terrific. One reason is they've been drafting in the top 10 for the last 15 years. And they went out and picked up mercenaries like Ndamukong Sue. But from the, from the Glazers running the thing into the ground to Jason Light not knowing what he's doing to now being the franchise that's a destination franchise, just out of Tom Brady one season, they were 7-5. and five. Back into the schedule, super soft, win four in a row, win three road games, win the, win the Super Bowl against depleted offensive lines, and look where they are now. Winning is the matzo ball soup of sports. You know? There's no matzo balls. And by the way, matzo ball soup is pretty spectacular. Like most Jewish food as, as Jewish as somebody who's Jewish is not great. You know, we don't just like, we can claim like, Oh, I love matzo. Like, yeah. Could you eat it every day? Like, nah. you know, filter fish. No locks like it, but 
oily and makes your breath bad the rest of the day. Still delicious, but every once in a while, like, you know, there's, there's some other, there, there's Kugel. There's some other things, right? We have Gelt, which is those little chocolate coins. There's some things that are cool, but generally nobody goes like, hmm, honey, what do you feel like tonight? I don't know, Chinese, Japanese. How about Jewish food? Nobody does that. Matzo ball soup, pretty spectacular. And matzo ball soup is Jewish penicillin. It's uh, And winning is the matzo ball soup of sports. Anybody else hungry? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, The party's here on the west side. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So there was a a lot that's been made of the Clippers tanking their last two games of the season. And of course, landed them the Dallas Mavericks who have beaten them twice in a row in Staples. And now the Clippers are in must win mode tonight against the Mavs in front of a full house at, um, at American airlines in Dallas. What's, what's not made of all of this stuff is that the Lakers do I think they wanted to be in the play-in tournament? No. Okay. But as I told you at the time, it's not the worst thing in the world because they actually need more games together. And that matchup against the Suns is one where it's a bad matchup for the Suns. The Suns just don't have anybody who can guard LeBron James, you know? And if you, you don't have, if you, you can't control LeBron James, you can't control Anthony Davis. Like the reason they go big is it screws up the Suns lineups. They have DeAndre Ayton and then who? There's really nobody who can match Anthony Davis. That's why the starting lineup for the Lakers has been so effective, especially at the defensive end of the floor. Here's Frank Vogel on the impact of LeBron and AD. Yeah, he changed the whole game. Honestly, like our whole our whole group did. Like AD, even though he had uh, you know was 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 dinged up with his knee and was a little bit hobbled, uh, really committed uh, to what worked for us in Game Two, which is re- really running the floor, being the first big down, uh, putting pressure on their transition defense, and that opened up a lot of driving lanes for Braun, who who mentally made the you know the decision you know to get downhill and, and just live in the paint and live at the rim. He was dominant during that stretch and. You know, those two guys uh, really reversed the, the whole course of the game. Anthony Davis, 34 and 11. LeBron, 21, 6 and 9. LeBron does not have the first step he used to have, but he's still just such a big, strong body. We can get an angle. But good luck with that, right? But I, I think the, the Lakers knew what they were getting, knew they had a team that is dangerous. It's not like there's no respect for the Suns. It is dangerous, but one in which they knew they had a favorable matchup. And eventually those favorable matchups have, have have taken place. I think the Clippers, frankly, wanted the more favorable matchup in the second round and and figured if we get the Lakers, it'd be better off if we get them because we've never been past the second round, <laughs> whereas they've just really struggled with Luka. Really struggled with Luka. But this is one of those, you got a highly motivated Mavericks team who knew the Clippers were dumping games. And it's not that the Suns aren't motivated, but I don't think anybody believes they're as good as their record. Additionally, Chris Paul hasn't been healthy, and it's just a bad matchup for the Suns. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Harrison Stanford joins us. He, he uh, co-hosts Inside the Green Room with Danny Green. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Harrison, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you, sir. Yeah, I know. It's going to be great. Uh, summer is here, which means playoffs are here, which means your boy Danny Green is is here. Um how did he? How did he feel when the Lakers seemingly bailed on him? Ooh, uh, I think. Well, Danny trends to be optimistic. I think he's been very vocal last year uh, about the rhythm that he was struggling to find from game to game. And I think Lakers fans know this too. Uh, when they play that big five and they don't play Anthony Davis at the five, um, sometimes the pace is just not great with their yeah. offense. So I think for him, obviously at first, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be traded away. Nobody wants to not have the opportunity to play for a franchise like the Lakers. But I think for him, I mean, let's be real, going into free agency, you want to play in a system that's going to benefit you as a player and also win. And I think he's gotten that this year. He's taken a career high in three-point attempts and their number one seed in the East. So I think for him, he looked at it in a positive light. And when you do that, I think it's a great situation for him. And it's been proven on the court so far this year. Yeah, and he's also, look, he's an easy guy to play with. He guards, he shoots threes, and he doesn't require a lot otherwise, right? And I think that's really helped this team. I mean, Seth Curry has really helped this team. Again, a guy who guard, he guards a little bit but can really shoot, doesn't require a lot in terms of, oh, he's got to dribble the, de- dribble the hell out of the ball. You've watched the 76ers team a lot, right, by more than anybody yeah. outside of the Sixers. What, what is your sense of their evaluation up until this point? I mean, there are evolutions, excuse me, up until this point. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I love to see what all the guys are doing. I think the biggest key has been this year so far, obviously the spacing, and Tobias Harris. He's really turned into their version of Chris Middleton. Extremely efficient. I believe right now he's shooting 24 out of 36 in their first two games against Washington. Now Washington doesn't have the best defense. Uh, but he's shooting at a great rate. He almost made the 50-40-90 club this year. Uh, Joel getting all the space because of players like Tobias shooting well and shooting efficiently and shooting quick. Uh, I think that's been one of the biggest keys. Um, the Ben Simmons thing, a lot of fans are still uh, undecided about it or don't know how it's going to turn out. I think it could work. It has to be coach strength, though. Obviously, he's not a shooter, but he creates so much. That 6-15-15 and 15 game in game one was underrated, even though the 0-6 in the free throw line is not acceptable. Uh, but then he came back the next game because they knew he was more of a passer, and he goes back and he, and he has a barrage of points at the paint, in the paint, at the rim, over Russell Westbrook, over Bradley Beal, over Raul Neto, who should, probably shouldn't be guarding him at all. Uh, so I think they're in a good spot. Obviously, the Bucks and Nets playing off against each other in the second round is great <laughs> for them. They can kind of sit back and watch and see what happens with this Hawks and Knicks series. So uh, they put themselves in a position to win, and I think that's all you can ask for because going into the season, I don't think anybody had them as the number one seed. I don't even know if you was right to have them as a top three seed in the East. So They've exceeded expectations so far, uh, and you know, we'll see how it plays out in the end. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's, it's fascinating. Um, what, what, what's your take on the Nets? I mean, the Nets, they have so much firepower, but, you know, it, it's a, there's a little, look, I, I understand the, the Nets are far more accomplished, but there's a little more to it in terms of putting a great team out there than just, hey, we have three great players because as we've seen with the 76ers, like Embiid, Simmons, and Tobias Harris, very, very good players um, in the elite at their position and at their category sort of level. Maybe, you know, obviously not as successful yet in their careers as the Nets guys. 
But what's your sense of how it's all coming together at this point in time? It'll be interesting to see how they act when it's really chaotic at the end of games. How do they operate? I think the one thing that's underrated about them, all their guys, their role players, have gotten so many minutes this year because of all the injuries to Harden or to KD or the games that Kyrie missed. The guys like Bruce Brown, the guys like Jeff Green, Landry Shamit, all those guys have gotten valuable reps during the season. I think they're a lot better. Uh, the role players are a lot better than people give them credit for. Uh, it really will come down to defense uh, for them. Can they really stop anybody? I don't know if they can. I honestly don't know if they can stop Giannis. And I don't know if they can stop Joel Embiid. And so the Bucks and the Sixers uh, have a potential to really control the pace of the game because of how Giannis scores, because of how Joel Embiid scores in the paint, drawing fouls, and now they're coming back and scored against a half-court offense. And so will they be able to play any defense so they can get the pace that they need? Because every team is going to try, them, try to get them to shoot contested jumpers, get the rebound, and run on them. So will they play defense? Is DeAndre Jordan or uh, Claxton the answer? It'll be interesting to see, but I honestly feel like they're a very well-old machine already, and those role players are undervalued because they got a good a lot of good reps this year. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with it. What about the Bucks? How impressed have you been with their first three games, in which, you know, two of which have been dominant performances? Hey, Doug, this is, this is, why, this is why the Clippers should have never dodged the smoke because the Bucks played basketball the way they're supposed to, got the heat, and they're showing out right now. They're up 3-0. The Clippers try to dodge the Lakers and look at the situation that they put themselves in. Uh, vastly impressed with the Bucks. The Dante DiVincenzo injury is big. Um, he's a floor spacer, combo guard, can defend his position. Uh, will be interesting to see if Pat Connaughton could take up that load. Probably more minutes for P.J. Tucker, but I like what they got in Mike Budenholzer has tried new things this this season, and so far it's worked. I, I, I am, as a basketball fan, I'm very happy that they did not dodge that heat matchup. And so they're being rewarded for it. Uh, so we'll see how it plays out, but I think they match up very well, very well against the Nets. Um, okay, same, uh, same question now as we get to the Clippers. It, it, their response after the game was weird. Like, it's one thing to say we're not panicked, but to say, like, there's no concern at all, like, that's just laughably false. What do you think of the what do you think of the Clippers 0-2 and now having to go into Dallas to to win a couple? Uh it's going to be tough. I think for them it'll be interesting to see how they play against the Mavericks on the road. I think the home co- the home court for the Mavericks might actually help the Clippers get some enthusiasm in the stands whether it's with them or against them. Uh but it really comes down to that defensive scheme. I mean, Luka is a a handful of problems. He calls chaos left and right. Uh but that scheme that they have, the switching all, is just not going to work. Luca's eyes just widen when he sees Zubak in front of him, when he sees Marcus Morris uh, Sr. in front of him. So I, they're going to have to do something about the defensive scheme. Uh, the way they kind of talked about it in the media has been very interesting uh, in the sense that you, know, you, you should be panicked, and there's nothing wrong with being upfront about it. But I don't know. Maybe that speaks to the, you know, there's still in a leadership maybe void there. You know, Rondo came in late. Kawhi, we all know Kawhi is not a vocal leader. He's more on the court. Uh, but it really comes down to that defensive scheme has to get better. I don't know if Kawhi or PG need to fight over screens. They need, I don't, you can't trap Luka, but there's going to take a lot more energy from them defensively to stay connected to Luka. Because if, if he gets an inch on you, as you've seen, Doug, he puts you on his hip, he's getting into the lane, and he's creating a whole bunch of madness in the paint, finding shooters, and Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> playing for a big contract with the way he's playing so far. So they're boosted uh, for real. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how the Clippers respond, getting some vibrancy 
in that arena in Dallas uh, for game three. You know, I, I had kind of a Twitter discussion with a friend who covers college basketball. I was like, you know, I don't get the switching thing. The issue with it is that everybody else has to know what you're doing, right? Like, you can vary your coverages, but you got to be really connected as a team. And, of course, even though most some of this group has been together for two years, they haven't played a ton together. Um, and it's just hard. Like, to, to stay with your guy over a screen sounds great. But with the hmm. refs don't call a legal screen, so you can hold it a little bit longer. And then Luca is so good. I mean, they tried to double him at the end of that last game, and he just picked him apart. And he's so big as well that he can see. Like I, it, it's really a hard deal. What do you, what do you do? Do you, do you trap him? Do you hedge? Do you down things? But they get to the middle of the court, so you can't down a ball string. Like I, I get everybody's against the not. Don't switch. The problem is. Uh, that the the floor spacing is so hard to to cover if you stay home, uh, you know. Even when you have a shot blocker, you drive him to the shot blocker. If Porzingis can hit threes, that makes it even more difficult. Yeah, he's 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 a headache. I'm I'm not a proponent of violent stuff, but some early '90s basketball would have said somebody needs to check him when he comes to the rim at least once or twice. Have him a little bit bit hesitant. Uh, to get to the paint and to be as commanding as he is with the ball. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of headaches, Doug. I don't know how they're going to answer it. They might have to attack him more on the offensive side of the ball, make him work, Kawhi post him up or PG post up, put him in screening positions where he has to guard the ball and expend his energy because uh, there's no way to stop him, but you have to at least continue to wear him down over the course of the seven-game series, and maybe that turns the tide. Hmm. Great stuff. Um, all right, the Lakers, anybody beating them? Uh, you know, I would have said the Clippers. I think the Clippers were a great matchup for them. I honestly thought if it wasn't in the bubble situation that the Clippers might have gotten them last year. Uh, I don't think anybody got them, man. I think this it's too hard to guard LeBron and AD. Now, sometimes you feel like you can guard LeBron, but then you can't guard AD. Or if you feel like you can guard AD, you can't guard LeBron. Their, their size is just massive. Uh, I, don't, I would not like to be Frank Vogel. The decisions he has to make between playing Marcus Gasol or Montrez Harrell uh, is very difficult, or Andre Drummond, or playing AD at the five. So it really comes down to coaching and rotations. But they got everything you need. They have all. They have all the forwards. They have all the big men. They have all the ball handling that they would need. It really comes down to shooting. Uh, will Dennis Schroeder continue to shoot relatively well from three? Will KCP keep his confidence up? Uh, I think that's a big thing. And I know Danny talked about it last year. It's hard, but you're only getting four attempts from three point line, and you're not touching the ball other than that. So if he keeps his confidence up. Uh, and you get good play from guys like maybe West Matthews, Caruso. I think, Doug, they got all the answers. Any roster out there in the NBA, they have an answer for it. And they have LeBron. So uh, I don't think so. But I would like, you know, I mean, I have to be a little bit biased. I would like to hope that some, some other team can, particularly well, uh, from the city of brotherly love. No, no. I mean, like, look, the Sixers are, you know, what they have formed is the Eastern Conference version, what the Lakers are, which is like, look, offensively, it's not perfect, but defensively, they're so good that it makes up for it. And, you know, the cliche, it does in fact reign true. You do win this thing. The Lakers won this thing last year because of defense. That's what makes them so dangerous now is they can, they're one of the few teams in the NBA that can actually stop you. And I agree with you as well. The Clippers, the avoiding of the Lakers didn't make sense to me because they, the, they're actually, they actually match up well. They're built to match up with the Lakers, um, but they're not built nearly as well to match up clearly with the Mavericks. And that's provably problematic. Hey, man, love having you on Harrison Sanford. Check out Inside the Green Room with Danny Green or follow him on Twitter at Harrison Sanford. Harrison, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate you, Doug. Take care. 
Same to you. Um, Gavin, do you understand kind of what we were discussing in terms of the switching and why it's so problematic for NBA teams? Yeah, I mean, see, that's the thing where the, all the switching stuff, I, that stuff goes over my head. I understand size mismatches and stuff like that, but uh, I don't know. It's a little like the shift in baseball. It's, uh, okay, so let me let me explain to you. Okay, so uh, give me a give me a give me a Clipper lineup. A Clipper lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you got Kawhi, PG, Pat Bev, uh, Marcus Morris, maybe, okay. and yeah. uh, Zubats. Okay. Okay, so and then the the Mavericks lineup: Przingis, Hardaway, Luca. Luca. Uh, do you want Maxi Kleber? Or who, who else do you want? Maxi and Dorian Finney-Smith. There you go. Okay, so what you're going to try and do is, if the defense is switching, okay, if the defense is switching, you're going to try and attack Zubac or attack. Uh, Pat Beverly. If it's Pat Beverly, you're going to try and get him, you know, like on drives on your hips or in the post because he's little. You don't want to square up a Pat Beverly because as little as he is, he can steal the ball from his feisty and get away with it. Right. So if you're Luca, you want to, you know, get to a ball screen or just get him on your hip, get him on your hip. He's too little. There's nothing he can, nothing he can do. And then whomever you help off of Kleber's a shooter. Phineas Smith's sort of a shooter, but can also be a cutter and a finisher. Obviously, Hardaway is a very good shooter. And Przingis can shoot, and he's so big you can throw it to the rim with him. So if you switch, like Zubac can't guard him. Zubac can't. He has to play back. When you have Zubac in the game, you're not switching, you're playing back, which means you come off a ball screen, and he's kind of backing up, trying to defend the rim, got his hands up, making you take a mid-range shot, and your defender's supposed to go over the top of the screen, kind of forcing you in there. But again, any defense gives something up. So the Mavericks, that's where Kristaps Przingos will be open because his man is dropping back, falling back into help, and he can, instead of rolling, Either one, stay wide and stay up top and shoot a three, or two, he can roll to the rim, and as you help, you can, you can, Luca can throw it up to the rim and get an alley-oop. So that's what happens when you stay. When you switch, now you have a mismatch. All right, so it's, let's say, the, let's say the, the Clippers bring in a uh, Serge Ibaka. Go back and watch. Serge Ibaka, as good a shot blocker as he is, and as athletic as he is even at this point in his career, he can't keep Luca in front. So if they stay, they're screwed. If they switch, they're screwed. It's just a lesser of two evils. How do you... So you, pick your you poison. Have, you got to pick your poison. Yeah. And then when the ball's... When he passes the ball, now you got to get into scramble and you got to get out and cover shooters. Uh, meanwhile, not running so hard that they go by you and get a lay in. Not easy. It's just very, very different from how it used to be uh, going back to... Uh, going back 20, 20 years ago. You know, one thing you can do is you can double early and then double late, which means Luca bring, if he brings the ball up the court, you double him, you get the ball out of his hands. Now you get him in front. Now they run some action. And then late in the shot clock, you double him again. It also or, seems... Or the other option is you just let Luca get his and you don't let anybody else score. That's a possible option. And, that's and that, what teams have done to LeBron. Right. And that's what seems more realistic. You think in the NFL, like Belichick will take away your best player. That doesn't seem like an option in in basketball for as a whole uh, a lot of the time, but especially like with a guy like Luca, like you can't fully stop him. Well, I mean, like, look, uh, when the Mavericks, excuse me, when the Warriors lost, when they won the NBA Finals the first time, okay, do you remember who the MVP was? Andre Iguodala. Why was he the MVP? 
defense. We did a great job on LeBron. Uh, but also remember, LeBron didn't have guys to pass to because Kyrie got hurt. He also, I think, had 30 in the last game. But that was because their decision was, let's look at the numbers. Let's make the worst shooter on the floor beat us. That was Andre Godala, And that one game, he beat him. Game six, he beat him. So, you know, part of it is everybody has to pick your poison on what you do. You got to decide what's best. And so far, what the Clippers have decided not really working. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Murray, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Murray. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Dan Shaughnessy will join us next hour. That'll be good. We'll ask him about Kyrie's, Kyrie's comments uh, and the, the continued racism talk around the city of Boston and what Danny Ainge had to say. Some other Boston, current Boston players have had to say. Uh, DJ Oshmanzada will join us half past next hour. We'll get his thoughts on Julio Jones, how much he has left, where he's the right fit. Frank Isola, final hour of the show. Let's get to the. Let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Deb Carson, what's the game today? All righty, John Ramos, psychic. Oh, see, <laughs> <laughs> you are a psychic. All right, psychic. Will the Knicks make it to the second round of the NBA playoffs? No. No. <laughs> They're going to get whooped tonight. No. Nice story. Don't think they make it. I mean, like, look, again, here, here's the why did the Hawks lose? They leave Trey Young out too long? Yeah, that's probably some of it. I'm, I'm willing to say that's part of it. Uh, but I would also tell you that a, a good portion of the reason that the Atlanta Hawks were unable to score down the stretch wasn't Trey Young. It was, you know, they were leaving the same player open every time down the court on drives and penetration. And that certain player missed a couple of threes late. And, you know, it ended up causing, you know, costing them the game. It really is. It, it's more complex than that, but it's just as simple as that, that DeAndre Hunter couldn't make a shot late and they end up getting beat. So this is part B of that same question. Did they win their only game of the playoffs? Is it a 4-1 win in the series for the Hawks? No, I think it goes six, but I, I think they'll win one more in Madison Square Garden. Okay. Very good. All right, Psychic, staying in the NBA, will Kawhi be a Clipper next season? Yeah. Yeah. Like, look, let's... It's a seven-game playoff series. As we saw last year, down three games to one, the, the Nuggets could come back. I don't think Kawhi is bailing just yet. Don't think so. I, the Clippers aren't moving to Seattle, and Kawhi's not going anywhere. 
Those two things aren't happening. Did they win this series against Dallas? Um, my psychic powers cannot tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Save I only that have for so much week. psychic power. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about this uh, psychic? Will the Suns win another game in their series against the Lakers? Yes. Yes. They may well win game four. Like, I think this is going to be a good, still going to be a pretty good series, but they'll definitely win one more game. All right. Well, Psychic, how will Kyrie be received in Boston tonight? Uh, he will be booed lustily. Booed lustily. You know. But you, you, can, you can absolutely boo. That's completely acceptable. But other things are not acceptable, but I don't, you know, I just, I, I get it that, that you heard it from enough different athletes that say, They've heard it to where you're like, look, I don't think you're lying about it. Do I think that the overall feelings in Boston are like that of the feelings in Boston in the 70s? I do not. I think we've evolved some since then. All right, Psychic. Moving over to the NFL. Will Julio Jones get traded to the Patriots this offseason? Uh, yes, I think he will be traded to the, to the Patriots. That's my psychic powers tell me that that will happen. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of, uh, that, that would make sense, obviously, for him to be there. Uh, obviously, the Patriots and the Titans seem to be the popular theories as far as his landing spot. Yeah, I, I think with the Titans, you have a, a, a better likelihood, one, it's home, and two, it's a stronger likelihood of winning right now. But I also think in terms of volume of catches, that's just not how they play. And that is Psychic. <laughs> That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. You said you had something, a psychic something or other? Yeah, there? yeah. Uh, psychic sounded very confident in the Hawks over the Knicks tonight. Do, do the Hawks cover the four and a half point spread? Yes. Okay. As an interested party, <laughs> I, I will take that note. As a psychic, I'm feeling like Gavin might be putting money on this game tonight. <laughs> Could be. Man. Only on Bet Rivers. Only as, on as long Bet as you Rivers. do it on Bet Rivers, you're That's okay. Right. We, you know, we're we're good. We're really, really good. So, um, all right. So, Deb, big plans this weekend? Uh, well, I'll be here on Monday, but uh, but yes, big family plans over the weekend. A lot of cooking out. A lot of sports watching. Okay, cooking out meaning uh, meaning we're, what? We're, uh, well, we're going to go out to the desert and uh, and grill at my mom's. So. Now, do you grill? Does she grill? Does the husband grill? Um, I grill. My brother grills. Husband grills brother. sometimes. But yeah, my brother actually is the master griller. He's the master griller. Absolutely. He always what's has... His, a... What's his piece de resistance? Oh, um, gosh. Ribeye? Ribeye. Rib yes. Any, anything steak he does incredibly well. Porterhouse, ribeye, New okay. York strip. Okay. Enjoy that. Uh, Gavin, big, big plans this weekend? Going to a barbecue. Um, that will also be a, a birthday, you know. Shindig barbecue, for friend. barbecue, and birthday. Yeah, yeah. all in one. <laughs> Great. His birthday is was yesterday, and uh, we didn't want to do it on Monday, so we're doing it Saturday. All right. And then what about you, Ramos? You got sports games this weekend, or what? no? Lucas has a bye this weekend. Playoffs start on Tuesday, uh, so another weekend of. Uh, he's got a pitch on Saturday, though. I got He's got to get out there and throw a bullpen session to get ready for the playoff game. Um, and no, I will not be here on Monday also, also so uh, we'll have a good little weekend. I can't say we're grilling. Can't say that, but uh, we'll try to do something Why with can't the kids. You say that? Well, because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you can still say it. <laughs> I mean, I, we may. Cool like, yeah, I we're just, grilling. 
I built that table. <laughs> it's fun to say. Oh, man. Why aren't you grilling? Uh, well, we don't have a barbecue. We need to get... Yeah, I Hold know. We, can uh, we get sales on the line here? <laughs> Where's Candace when you need her? Seriously, can we get this Hold thing on. changed here? Yeah, we don't All right, have. So a, do you want do you want a gas grill or do you I'd want like, one of those ones? You want, like, do you want Dan Patrick get you a Traeger? You know, or Colin's do you want, got the you got green egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually like the uh, you know, the propane would be nice. You know. Colin tried to give me the rec tech. I think he gave it to somebody. He gave it to the guy who dropped it off. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving it away. Well, he already had like a rec. I think he already had a rec tech. Then they gave him some super yeah. high level one. He's like, I don't know how to use this. <laughs> like, Colin, it's not that hard. It's actually really cool. All right. So, listen, we're up for a grilling sponsor. And um, we don't need any money out of the deal. We just need to get Ramos a grill. Just one. <laughs> just one. Well, yeah, just, just, just one. Deb, apparent, Deb's husband apparently needs some lessons as well. Yeah, well, That's I think it. because my brother generally just kind of, he's the go-to guy. And, and, and All right, I, we got to uh, Kyrie will be received. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.